good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut any cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Wendy, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. This portion of the show is sponsored by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Great to have their uh, support. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a couple things going on here, Wendy. Last night they had the big fashion show in Minneapolis, all indigenous fashion show that looked like pictures all over the place. Big, big uh, success and also... Uh, President Biden is running for re-election. Some people are worried about that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a New York Times article this morning um, saying that, I have it right here, I'm just going to read a little bit, Um, and it says, the biggest reason that many Democratic officials are nervous about President Biden's age is not his ability to do the job in the second term. Strange as it may sound, the American government can function without a healthy president. The U.S. marched toward victory in World War II while Franklin Roosevelt was ailing in 1944 and 1945. Four decades later, the government managed its relationship with a teetering Soviet Union while Ronald Reagan's mental capacity (laughs) slipped. In each case, the White House aides, cabinet secretaries, and military leaders performed well despite the lack of a fully engaged leader. So, yeah, but it's a little bit, you know, uh, disheartening. It's a little bit nerve-wracking because the article goes on to say while, while he has good staff behind him, Sometimes when he gets up in public, he uses maybe his wrong words. And I think that the st- his stuttering um, that he's managed to really do well with over many, many years um, sometimes comes out. And it seems like he doesn't know what he's doing or doesn't know what he's talking about when it's just really, you know, that stuttering that he has. So well, I don't when, know. I don't know. Wendy, Joe Biden's been around for 50 yes, years, yes. and I want to know one thing, and I've asked you this before, mm-hmm. because you know, all my hair isn't up there since we've met, you know, it, it's fading away <laughs> there slowly but surely. Yeah. How does he have more hair now, President <laughs> Biden, than he did when he, 40, 30 he, years ago? Well, maybe, yes, he probably has had... Spray paint. No? <laughs> implants, probably oh. hair follicle implants or some type of something but yes he now does I even though it's not for, very thick and now i know what i want for know. christmas oh yeah something like that is that really what you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> what else you got for well, us we got some crazy news going on here yeah, as always i don't know i um yeah so that's really what we're talking about here is uh president biden too old to um run a campaign again and do what he has to do. I mean, if he wins, he'll be 86 during his term. That's pretty old. When he's done, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, he's in good shape. But uh, we have uh, Zoe and uh, Haley on, and Haley's Mm -hmm. uh, going to be working for us. She already is working for us. She just doesn't know that. She's Uh, training now. Right. And we're wondering what the the young ones think. Zoe, what do you think about... uh, a president that's old enough to be an Indian way, maybe your great, 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 great grandfather. I'm not, <laughs> not sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I. It's interesting that they're comparing him to, what was it, FDR or um, way, way, way back. And it's like, well, we have a lot of younger people in the political scene who are a lot more in touch with the world these days. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that um, after his term and his potential next term that we get someone younger in there just because it's like, it's it's a little frightening that he is so old and also mm-hmm. that he 
can't really like articulate himself fully all the time um i just think of obviously like our last presidency and like how in you know the the world we're kind of looked at as a joke almost like politically and then now to have another president who's obviously doing a lot of different things that are a lot better than the trump presidency um is still not really like speaking in the terms that we would maybe want him to and so yeah i'm i was thinking i was just thinking about your comment robert I was like yeah definitely like uh well first off most native people don't make it to 80 unfortunately right, um right. and so he would be like a great 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 grandfather <laughs> potentially um given given the, the you know <laughs> how young are people um yep. have children um i was always shocked when i lived up north it was like my my friend's grandma was like my dad's age and so yeah. i just remember growing up up north and being like so worried because i'm like why are my parents so much older but actually down in the twin cities that is very normal um mm -hmm. so then yeah. not that, that old but um Haley, I, i'd be interested to hear your take too if you're comfortable sharing a little bit Oh, I think oh, she's on mute. mute. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. There we go, guys. Just figuring stuff out. Uh, but yeah, first of all, I just wanted to say hi to everyone listening in all four directions. Uh, just wanted to give a little background about myself. So uh, as my Dega Robert mentioned, my name is Haley Cherry, and I'm a descendant of family from Ho-Chunk Nation and the, Win the Winnebago tribe of Nebraska. Um, I'm also a graduate from the U of M Twin Cities, uh, grew up around the Twin Cities my whole life and focused um, my studies in school in media production and minored in Native American studies. Um, and I'm really passionate about just human rights, animal mm -hmm. welfare, natural resources, conservation, um, just trying to learn in every way possible in uh, how I can do my part in helping make yeah. the world and this country you know a better place because what i've been seeing um just as i'm getting older you know i'm 25 now and things haven't really been changing you know i've as a kid we've been told oh like things are going to be amazing when you grow up and do this and that and and you know here we are being raised in this generation and seeing kind of what hasn't changed um mm -hmm. And just hearing everything, you know, words don't really, unfortunately, don't hold much meaning anymore. So I, yeah. I hope to see action in every way possible, really. Well, joining the team as you do, Chujunk, uh, or as you are, uh, it's very important because we have listeners that are really interested in the same thing that you are and Zoe and Wendy and myself are. And it's been really a privilege for us, Wendy, for the last seven years to really, to really amplify a lot of Native voices, non-Native voices that are allies and uh, like-minded people. Yeah, it's always good to have a, the younger generation and different perspectives on things too. So that's really, really helpful too. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought uh, Zoe was going to bring up what I brought up about uh, Biden's uh, hair plugs, but she talked about <laughs> something a little different, but. So Zoe, uh, we got like a minute left, or I mean, uh, Haley, we got a minute left. Uh, uh, politically, um, how do you feel? I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on. We have a guy that's going to be 86 years old running again when he's done as president if he gets elected. And then we have another person that's a lunatic that we don't know how old he is or how tall he is or how much money he has. Can you be president when you're in prison? Yes, you can. <laughs> you could really be president in prison? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we'll find out. You just have to be a certain age, right? Over 40, 36. Over 36, and you have to be a natural-born U.S. citizen. Yeah. I think that's the only criteria. You don't even have to have a well, high school diploma. How old is AOC now? Does anybody know? No. Because that would be a good president coming yeah. up. I was hoping that two different candidates would have came up a new democratic candidate and a new republican candidate not santos but <laughs> just because of the division of the united states in the last election so well i'm glad it's santos because as my uh great granddaddy mm -hmm. used to say about people he's dumb as a stump so he should be able to be uh beaten but uh 
that's another story to another song. Hey, we have up next, we have Robert Blake from Red Lake. We're talking to the Solar Bear with the Solar News. Stay with us. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Up your game both personally and professionally. The Dare to Be Great event is on May 20th at the Parkview Event Center at the Mall of America. It features two nationally known speakers, Jack Canfield, founder of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and Michael Vukalik, author of The Mind, The Muscle, The Miracle. General admission tickets are $197 and VIP tickets are $297 and include lots of fun bonuses. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to learn from two gifted speakers and move your life from good to great. Get your tickets and details at OutrageousSuccess.com. That's OutrageousSuccess.com. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show was supported by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Yes, they do. Hey, we have Bob Blake on uh, with the Solar solar Bear with the Solar News, mm-hmm. and we, we're uh, asking Bob to work a little overtime so there'll be a little something extra in his envelope this week. Uh, we're going to have him on a couple segments, and, and we're excited to have you on, Bob, and there's a lot of good news going on and a lot of not-so-good news, and you're here with the Solar News, so welcome as always. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Can you, uh, how am I coming through? I mean, I got my new mic here, my new. You got another uh, new mic? What the Yeah, heck? I got another new mic. I'm trying to. I, this, was, <laughs> I, and this was another gift, too, by the way. Oh, so, geez. Yeah. All right, well, you sound great. <laughs> I, I get to do these uh, these podcasts with all these really cool people, and they send me these gifts, like, to, to, to hook up to my computer. So I'm like, okay, I'll take them, you know. Right but, on. Sound great. You'll have to tell us what kind of mic it is so we can we can get Haley one. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but Robert, there is like so much going on. Um, you sent me that one. Yeah, um, yeah. That one, and um, I sent you my op-ed that right. will be the, the national um, publications here soon, or the national out- media outlets. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it, it's a really uh, interesting time. I don't know where, where you want to start at. but Well, yeah. I, I think maybe if you'd like, and I know it's, it's, it's pretty long, but if you would want to read your, your op-ed, uh, I think it's very interesting and right on, and we can go from there. Or you can, up to you, give us a synopsis of it, and we can go from there also. Um, yeah, you know. I think okay. we'll start out with the positive, the positive push by a, a war, a native warrior here, and what what he's doing uh, for the community and our, for nations all across the nation, Turtle Island. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so, so what's happening, Robert? Is, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but um, the GOP, the Republican Party, is trying to walk back. Um, a lot of the provisions that are in the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm. And so, 
you know, in specifically they're targeting uh, a lot of the incentives that were that are in there, you know, um, that are focused on, you know, BIPOC communities, um, tribal nations, um, you know, community solar. I mean, these things that are just like, I don't even know where to begin. You know, it's it's kind mm -hmm. of it's ridiculous. It's just totally ridiculous that they're doing this. And this is happening. Like they're making a big push this week and um, they're going to be harping on this. And this is their new playbook right now. Um, right. And um, so I was, I was asked by, um, you know, a, a national publication um, and they're going to print this um, if I would, you know, participate in a, a opinion editorial. And mm -hmm. so, I said, absolutely. And, um, this is basically what it is. And I'll just read you a few sentences and we sure. don't have to get, to um, but, um, uh, this week house Republicans released their plan to repeal clean energy tax credits passed by the Biden administration as a small business owner of a solar power installation company. I worry my business will suffer as a result to me. Solar energy is one of the most democratic things we can bring to a community. When I think of solar resiliency and autonomy comes to mind. In native communities like mine, the self-reliance that solar brings goes both hand in hand with our tribal sovereignty. And I'm gonna just break down to, there's like five things down here, but it's disappointing to see uh, some congressional Republicans want to repeal these tax credits if we don't start really committing to the clean energy transition over the next 20 to 30 years, uh, we would uh, do a disservice to our communities, environment and national security. Solar power and other clean energy projects make our country more adaptable and resilient to the impacts of climate change that lie ahead. Why would anybody be against that? Not only would the House GOP plan set the country further behind in energy security, but it could hamper the future growth of my business. Our people, environment, economy, national security, and future generations all need the Inflation Reduction Act. I hope the lawmakers leading this repeal realize just how devastating these cuts would be. So, yeah. you know, those are just kind of some words in a nutshell of, you know, exactly, you know, my thoughts on it. Um, you know, I mean, in to be completely transparent with everybody and everybody listening, you know, um, you know, we are literally beyond the tipping point. And, right. you know, this is all about, you know, I don't even bring up mitigation anymore. <laughs> I, I totally talk about resiliency and adaptation and that's what we need to be doing and you know i'm sorry everyone but for the next 10 to 20 30 years we need to be doing adaptation and resiliency projects um like solar solar needs to be everywhere right. um and and um you know these uh unfortunately these republicans are going to set us back and we can't allow them to do that this is our future your kids future this is all of our future republican democrat black white it does not matter and, right. um, you know, so I feel very strongly about this. And so, um, you know, um, I feel honored that I was asked to, you know, put this out there and it's going to be going out there very shortly. Um, but um, I do I do believe that this is an issue, Robert, that um, everyone needs to know about. And you need to call your your local official, your local state official, call your Republican. If it's Republican, call them. Right. Say, this is where we want to go. This is going to this this is going to stop jobs i mean it's it's going to stop a, a lot of things for us here in this country and and this is we're, we're moving backwards with this obviously they are doing a lot of legislation that are moving us backwards mm -hmm. but this is devastating yeah it's one one in a million and how can minnesota uh reduce its carbon by 2040 to zero when things like this are happening and uh you know, we'll be older, and what are we leaving our next seven generations? And that's what everybody—not just us Indigenous people of the to this continent, but everyone needs to look at. Uh, you know, look at. You know, what are we leaving our children, our children's children, our children's children's children? You know, that's what we have to really be focused on, and not this greedy anti whatever is going on with the GOP uh, and people in power. Yeah. And, and I mean, to, you know, to specifically focus in on the Inflation Reduction Act um, and those provisions that are in there that targets 
you know, right. BIPOC communities, you know what I mean? That targets tribal nations, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I, listen, anything in there, they shouldn't be cutting, but for them to specifically focus on these communities um, just really shows me where the GOP and the Republican Party um, and their views really do lie. And and I would just like everyone to understand that that's not what this country is about. That's not what, you know, um, this democracy is about. Um, and, you know, I just hope that as we start thinking about the next president that we start as we start thinking about this next election cycle, which we just got over one. But I mean, mm-hmm. as we start thinking about these things that, you know, we we remember these moments because yep. you know, your vote does matter and and who we decide to be in power does matter and it will affect you one way or another. Well, and we can thank Wendy, the Gen Z's uh, came out and voted big time and they're listening and watching too. And hopefully the millennials and and people like that are, are going to kick it in because it's election to um, vote takes one day for us as citizens and something that we should be able to do like a butter bread and all those things. We need to be engaged in every one of these elections because not only is the solar going to be taken away, but we got ICWA coming up and that's mm-hmm. a attack on native sovereignty, sovereignty right there. And so it's red alert time all the time. It is red alert. Yeah, absolutely, Robert. I mean, you talk about ICWA, you talk about all the other, you know, and and, and, and I've always said that, the you know, the framers of the Constitution, you know, they they left tribal nations sovereign for this very reason, because they knew that one day a corporate oligarchy was going to try and take over this democracy. And they knew that we are the last thing standing in the middle of this, like, entire country becoming just a big corporation of us being a Hunger Games episode, <laughs> honestly. And that's why the that's why the tribes do have their place and and you know and and that is really like we are the last thing standing in between it. And that's why you have these attorneys from, you know, these conservative attorneys that are attacking tribal sovereignty. And it's 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 you can just see it. it it's such a playbook moved by their by, by the GOP. Exactly. And, you know, we have some other uh, news we want to talk about. We only got like a minute left in this segment, and uh, we're going to probably talk about what do you think we should talk about next? Uh, There's a couple other things, and it's really crazy because usually when Bob's on uh, and Solar Bear, we're talking positive movement to, uh, 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 you know, free and clear, not free, but clean energy. And uh, tonight's been a little uh, bummer, but we have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the, the truth needs to be out there. Everyone needs to know what's going on. An educated, you know, populace is a well-informed democracy. Absolutely. Hey, I liked when you said Hunger Games and our, our millennials or our Gen Zers shook their heads like, hey, we knew what you're talking about. Hey, we'll be right back after this short break. We're with here Bob Blake with Solar Bear with the Solar News. Stay with us. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. 
Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. Dare to be great and up your game both personally and professionally. If you're feeling stuck in a rut and unsure how to achieve your goals, then check out the Dare to be Great event on May 20th at the Parkview Event Center at the Mall of America. It features two amazing nationally known speakers to give you that extra motivation. Jack Canfield, the legendary success coach and founder of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, will share his proven formula for success with over 100 million books sold. And Michael Vukalik, the soulful success coach and author of The Mind, The Muscle, The Miracle, will inspire and empower the audience with science, philosophy, and evolutionary wisdom. General admission tickets are $197, while VIP tickets are $297 and include a private lunch and Q&A with the speakers and discounted tickets to the Nickelodeon theme park. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to learn from two gifted speakers and move your life from good to great. That's the Dare to Be Great event on Saturday, May 20th from 8 to 4 at the Parkview Event Center at the Mall of America. Tickets and details at OutrageousSuccess.com. Hi, this is Laura. Listen to Food Freedom Radio every Saturday at 8 a.m. or anytime via podcast. Our individual health is connected, connected to the health of each other and connected to the health of the earth. We know the problems with the dominant food system, climate change, deadening soils, nitrates in the water, factory farming, injustice, concentration of wealth. How do we both as individuals and as a community step up and support a living food system which honors the earth? Tune to Food Freedom Radio every Saturday at 8 a.m. And remember to support your independent farmers. I'm Angela Warner for Warner Stallion. Sometimes appliances break. Other times you spend years wishing they would. We get it. That's why right now we're paying you to upgrade with our trade-in sale. We'll pay you $50 for each appliance you replace. Our in-store specialists take out the guesswork of wondering what's the best one and which one will fit. Then Warner Stallion professional crews will deliver, install, and take your old stuff away, saving you time and money. So outsource your stress and shop family-owned Warner Stallion. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. A chance of rain overnight with a low of 50, then another chance of rain on Thursday with a high of 65. Spring has arrived and it's time to take a good look at your lawn. If there are bare spots or brown patches, Natural Lawn can help. For over 30 years, Natural Lawn has taken an environmentally friendly approach to lawn care. Beat the summer rush and visit naturallawn.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Yes, they are in Minneapolis, beautiful Minneapolis. Even though we live in St. Paul, uh, mm-hmm. Macho Hoarders uh, in the Blue Clay, where the Blue Clay Land is mm. uh, in Ho Chunk. Ho. Hey, uh, we got Bob Blake with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. We we have another little update too. We kind of talked about in the beginning of the show or prior to the show, Bob. Uh, we're talking about Deb Holland and what she had to say a couple days ago. What What's your response? And maybe you can let our, our what listening, did she say? listening audience know what she said. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Will Project up in um, Alaska, they're going to, um, the Department of the Interior has allowed um, for the um, drilling of, of oil um, in that refuge there. Um, and it really, um, you know, this was kind of something that the Biden administration is catching heat for because they, um, you know, said that they weren't going to do any more drilling and um, allow for these oil permits to, you know, uh, happen. But it's kind of been the exact opposite. And so, um, you know, Deb Holland um, basically was put, you know, on, on uh, I guess on, you know, on uh, front street on, you know, on blast. <laughs> and, uh, basically she, you know, was like, Hey, we're going to continue to drill and we are going to continue to, to, uh, you know, to do this, but it, within the, um, you know, recommendations of scientists and, um, you know, um, as safely as they possibly can. So that's just what recently happened. And there's been a lot of folks around the, 
you know, environmental um, space that really do feel like she really let them down and this administration has let them down. So that's kind of what's happening right now. And that's what I guess we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one. Um, we've looked up to uh, our, uh, our grandmother, uh, Deb Holland, or, and, uh, and we're, we're proud of her. And she, uh, she's uh, let us down here a little bit, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a, you know, and, and it's a really complicated issue, um, everyone. And, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, geopolitics um, comes into play um, in these situations right now. And the, the current relationship we have with um, some very aggressive, um, you know, countries, you know, right. um, uh, you know, and, and, and their, um, I guess, strongmen that they have in their leadership right now um, is, is really making it difficult for this administration to fall through on their environmental promises, you know? And so it, it that's, that's really basically, you know, it. And, the, the whole thing is, is if we don't stop Russia and Ukraine, we're going to have to battle China and Taiwan. And that's really the reality of the situation. And so we kind of have to ask ourselves, right? Like, and I hate to say this, but, you know, is, you know, do we want to deal with China or do we want to be under, you know, Jing or <laughs> Putin? I mean, this, you know, we, we have such stable in a peaceful world for so long that, you know, and, and I also say that this is a direct result of climate change because these individuals know the truth. They know right. that resources are being used up so, you know, so, so easily. And they're trying to basically on the checkerboard um, put themselves in position, especially in areas where they can, you know, have access to seaports. So let's look at the let's look at the two positions in which both of these countries are making a move on. Right, Ukraine's a seaport, Taiwan's a seaport, folks. Does this not compute with everyone? You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, those are democratic countries, and and they are being basically invaded by these two strongmen by these two by these two other big countries china and russia and right. you know united states is uh, you know um basically they're going to have to take a stance somewhere and this is why elections matter so much because donald trump really messed up things president trump really messed up the situation there geopolitically for us with these two countries and you know, uh, you know, people, this is no joke when you vote for these people. Don't vote for these folks because you think that they have the best, you know, whatever they're, they, they seem to have the best, you know, excuse at the time. This is serious stuff. This, this is people's lives. And, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of individuals um, don't pay attention to geopolitical. They think it's never going to matter to them. Um, these wars um, that are happening you know, there's only a small percentage of Americans that go out and um, serve, serve now. Um, right. And it's it's just it, it we just feel like it's our it's arms length away and it's not. It, it's it's literally in our backyard. So these are part of the problems that um, this government is facing. And this is the need because um, let's just be honest. Um, oil is what runs armies. That's the bottom line. Oil me means, you know, victory in wars. I mean. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it was said it wasn't about oil, but the first uh, conflict, uh, uh, Bush number one, that was all about oil. You know, it, it, it was yeah, all and, about oil. And, and look at Germany, right, in World War II, Isabajan. You know, that's why they, they went to Isabajan, because Isabajan had a really huge oil reserve, you know, and that's what basically powered the German army. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's... You know, unfortunately, that's the reality that we're living in. And I I pray that, you know, we don't go to war. I, I pray that none of this happens. But sometimes, you know, a, a good peace sometimes comes at the cost of, you know, um, situations, unfortunately, like the Willow 
reserve up in Alaska. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. And it, and you're opening up a lot of different things in my mind, especially uh, the backdoor draft that they have now, that the military has now. I mean, when we were young or when I was young and Wendy young, uh, the draft and burning your draft card and being a draft dodger because if you didn't go to college or if you weren't a homosexual, you would uh, be drafted in, in into the service. And that was people that were poor that couldn't afford to go to college, and, and it was an economic thing. And now we have people, uh, our relatives, uh, Native Americans are uh, the highest proportion of uh of people that are in the in the service, but you also have our rural people that have no jobs, no outlook, that are joining the reserve and end up in the back door of the service. And here we are. We're not hearing about it because the the mainstream press wants to tell you about other things and and um, you know what Trump's doing and uh, and all these things that are just keeping us away from you know. Uh, look at this shiny thing over here. You know, it's it's a thing that our young ones really need to be aware of. And, and voting starts with it. But also when we do get our people in, as we see with what's going on with with uh, the Biden administration, for whatever reason, he's backing away from uh, the Green New Deal and things that he uh, ran on. And those are things that if you voted for somebody, you can really let them know what's happening and, and, and vote them out. And those are things that are real and personal. Yeah, and, and I think that this is a really interesting, um, from Nina Powers here, first oil wars, then water wars. That's absolutely correct, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have so much fresh water supply that, you know, in a growing population of, of 8 billion people, right, that, mm-hmm. you know, basically the planet can only, you know, sustain 2 billion people. You know what I mean? Oh. So we're 6 billion over, everyone. And mm-hmm. and this is going to be, you know, something that is definitely going to be of the future. And you know, there was another one here about the, the mine, the the mine in Nevada. And, you know, you think about, yeah, there you go, Thack, Thacker's Pass. Um, you know, you think about Thacker's Pass and you think about the mine over there and that's in the desert. And, you know, I mean, uh, what climate change is going to do is it's going to just, you know, you know, turn a lot of these areas that are, you know, green, you know, into deserts. And right. so... You know, this is, I mean, this is a serious situation. So, you know, do we mind to be able to get the minerals that we need for our electric vehicles for this transition? You know what? I didn't really realize it gave me a different perspective now. I'm glad he under, he really explained what's going on and why, why the oil is being drilled now, even though it is a, terrible environmental problem and it will be disastrous no matter how careful they are and it's really sad that the whole world is so dependent on this oil and every war and every it's it's and and the environment is going to be suffering because of this of this uh drilling so it's really sad about that i'm really upset about it because on one hand, I don't want that oil, that pipe pipeline and the oil going through the beautiful, pristine, you know, Alaska. And now it's it has to because we're going to be at war. It looks like we're doing dueling uh, radio shows again. Wendy. Yeah, we, we are. They have a, a radio show going on uh, <laughs> StreamYard okay. and Facebook. And yep. here we are on the... Uh, the network here. Exactly. Uh, we're going to take a break really soon, but it, it, I wanted to say one thing too was that uh, <laughs> one thing too was that we. Uh, oh, here's yeah, here's absolutely. Jim. Okay, good. Okay, oh, guys, just we're make back. Sure I'm not talking and, myself. And, we're back. You, you guys know that that is that is such a real thing. I mean, and and um, you know when you look at the participation of communities underserved communities in the military obviously you have a high rate you know what i mean but i mean um man I, I, you know you're you it, it it is very difficult though to to basically deal with that and and i totally hear you so yeah we're coming up here on the end and we are having some uh we're, we're back on you guys 
Life is good. Hey, I just want to say one thing before we uh, leave, and uh, is Peeny Geeky Bob Blake from the Solar Bears Solar News, and I was just mentioning on the radio side of this broadcast is that, uh, you know, we knew we were in trouble when all of a sudden water became on the stock market, and then everyone needs to keep an eye on that too because uh, water is life, stop line three, no dapple, all those things that we fight for as Native Americans. Thanks, Bob, for being on and uh, all, your, all your great insight. Bye. Oh, oh that, up next, yes, Howling for Wolves. <laughs> uh, now, next, uh, our sacred animal section with Wendy Pilot. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Hey, it's Tom. Solar panels are a great asset to your home and they increase your property value. Plus, they're the only home improvement project that pays for itself by saving you money on your utility costs. With spring being the season of home renovations, it's a great time to learn more about the benefits of going solar so you can finally break free from your monthly utility bill. Attend a free webinar from All Energy Solar to learn more. These webinars will show you why going solar is a powerful investment for your home and tell you about local and federal incentive programs, including the 30% federal tax credit. These free virtual events are hosted by all energy solar experts who are ready to answer all your questions about solar, no matter what type of property you have. If you're someone who's thought about going solar but are unsure, then these webinars are perfect for you. Visit allenergysolar.com webinar to register and start your solar journey. That's allenergysolar.com slash webinar. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. I am Oshawashko Gizig. I'm from Red Lake Nation, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Howl! <laughs> awesome. I was just following the... Hey, I want to introduce uh, Wendy, our awesome and beautiful, and my awesome and beautiful wife, and uh, she speaks about our sacred animals. And again, I learned so much about, uh, uh, she never tells me what we're going to talk about, so it's awesome, and I learned so much about what she brings up about our, our relatives, which have hooves, tails, fins, and noses, and ears, and schnozzes and welcome wendy hey everybody my name is hanaji hihani i was given that name by my dega curtis curtis goes by mashke hanajinga which means walks on white clouds i'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the humane society of the united states and i work on animal issues at the local and state level and it's always my pleasure to do that so um i you i don't tell robert what i'm talking <laughs> about most days because i don't know Sometimes five minutes before I'm here. So oh. I have a little bit of a mishmash today of, of just kind of things that I wanted to talk about and like just little snippets of things I've been saving, notes that I've been saving. So they just kind of add up. I have like a little, um, and my notes on my phone, when I find something that I find interesting, I just kind of stick it in there and uh, kind of talk about them. That's all. So that's what I'm doing today. Awesome. But I, I think I've said this before, and I've, I've talked about this before. 
beautiful picture. I'm going to put it up in a second, but it's a beautiful picture of the forest and the road going through the forest and a car on the on the road and then a deer crossing the road. And the saying on it says the deer isn't crossing the road. The forest the deer isn't crossing the road. The road is crossing the forest. So um, I think that's an important thing for us to always remember. The deer isn't crossing the road. The road is crossing the forest because we are really encringing on these animals. Um, and then we all complain, right? When they're in our way or they get in our houses and they make a little mess and they're eating our garbage or in our backyards. And, you know, we just really need to um, realize that that's what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Good you call. know, yeah. Last summer was the last time I saw a bat. So wow. I, yeah, I've never seen a bat really up front and up close. I don't know how you would do that, but I see them sometimes like at sunset when they come around, they're flying around. You could see them. It's like, Oh, the bats are coming out now, mm-hmm. you know, Eating mosquitoes. yeah. And I think that they're so cool. So I found this little thing and it was the top five reasons to appreciate bats. Oh. So I think pat- bats have a really bad name because of Dracula and all that kind of thing. And then there's bats and they're going to suck your blood Vampires. and vampire. Yeah, vampires. Batman. Yeah, and that they're going to suck your blood. But they're not. They're really harmless. So um, they are major pollinators of over 500 plant species. I didn't know that they were pollinators. So I think that they bring uh, pollen from one plant to another and touch other things. And that's how they do the pollinating. That's so... I just learned something. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, they are are major pollinators of over 500 plant species. Yeah, they're organic, like you just said, Robert, they're organic mosquito control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could live for more than 30 years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea. And um, they're no threat to humans. So there you go. And they need our help. Destruction of their natural habitat, hunting and disease have decimated their population. So again, there we go. Us humans decimating another uh, species habitat. Um, Was it last year or the year before? A friend of mine on Facebook found a a bat who was really sick. Um, I think it was at the Roberts Bird Sanctuary. I think that's somewhere here in Minnesota. It might be in Minneapolis also. I don't remember offhand. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he put out a call saying, hey, listen, I have this bat. He's really sick. I want to bring it to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Roseville, Minnesota. And is there anybody out there who could just drive the bat there? Um, Because he couldn't get there. He was working. So I was like, oh, okay, I could go pick up the bat. So I go to his house and he had the bat in a box and the bat had, you know, the box had holes in it and he, you know, whatever. So I drove it to the Roseville. Why do I vaguely remember remember this? this? Vaguely. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, babe, I got to leave. I got to go pick up a bat. See, and I uh, got to bring the bat to the Pick up some milk on the way. I'll organic, pick up some milk and Some bread. oat milk yeah, on the way home. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I brought the bat in and they, you know, have you sign your name and, you know, where the bat came from and as much information as you can because it helps them determine, you know, the death or whatever. So anyway... And then they give you updates. I love this place. Again, it's the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Roseville, and they do like an awesome job, and they take all the wildlife. Mm -hmm. So the woman took the bat, and then um, shortly after, they sent me an email saying that the bat was dead. On oh. arrival, yeah, it was sad. I was really sad about oh. it. And the, the they did a necropsy report because they do want to find out wh- how these animals are dying, and right. it was starvation. Whoa! Yeah, the bat died of starvation, and the woman said that you Whoa. know, with all the pesticides and all the fertilizers and everything that we're using, and um, the bug sprays, right, to kill all the all the bugs that this bat would normally eat and all the you know getting rid of all the mosquitoes they just can't find enough stuff Jeez. to eat yeah let me tell you a quick story yeah. uh, where i used to work you know well when i was 18 17 18 years mm-hmm. old on grand avenue in st paul in the there rock was, ages what the rock ages oh yeah rock mm-hmm. and roll yeah um no uh so there was an old chimney that wasn't being used in this building on grand avenue that was where the restaurant i worked at and when it got dusk hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bats flew out of that 
chimney yeah. and flew all the way around and flew around. And it was amazing because it was at twilight where you're going, what is that flying around? And we now, as you say, we don't even see that. And when you mentioned mm-hmm. didn't see a bat this year, yeah. I was like, wow, we usually see them down by the river where they're flying low and we haven't at dusk. Yeah, sometimes we could even see them if we're outside just sitting out on the deck. Right. You could see them flying around at, at dusk. Yeah. So, um, and a, a Facebook friend of mine posted this. Um, she had a picture of a dead honeybee and it was in the palm of her hand and this is what she wrote the pollen on her legs and she's talking about the honeybee is from dandelions right yep her tongue is sticking out due to what killed her that was on the dandelions it's spring dandelions are the bee's first food this bee is dead from weed killer spread on what we see as weeds but what nature sees as food right so the bee everybody sprays these dandelions nobody wants them please don't spray weeds until you see the blackberries blooming in this area and i don't remember what area it was weeds flowers and fruit trees are the bees bees only source of food until the middle of june yeah, they are far more weeds than flowers or fruit trees. So it's their only food source. No bees, no food crops for us, and then we all starve. Exactly. Yeah, it's really oh. terrible. Do you remember when you were a kid? I remember when I was a kid, I would f- love to see the lightning bugs. Some yeah. people call them fireflies, right. right? There'd be millions of them. We'd catch them in jars, and then yeah. we'd put I grass and stuff. I see them a few in the city. And I remember like, putting the jar on my night table, and i just watch them and go to sleep as and watch the light them. as I'm killing <laughs> them slowly. with slow. I put holes in the top. I let them out in the next day. Oh. But anyway, listen to this. Fireflies spend the first two years of their lives underground. What? Yeah, underground. And They're lawn, like little big bugs? Lawn chemicals are killing them. Mm. So they don't even get a chance to be born. That's why we, we never see any uh, fireflies and lightning bugs anymore. Isn't that terrible? So really, let's go easy on the pesticides, people. Wow, really good uh, message. Even though you didn't tell me what you were going to say beforehand, that's a really good message, Wendy. Yeah. Seriously, that's mm-hmm. it's that time of year. And, it is. And... Dandelions are food, medicine. I'm already seeing little signs on people's lawns. Chemically treated. Keep your pets and children off of it until a certain date. Yeah, that drives me crazy. That ought to tell you something right there. But hey, (laughs) thanks for Bob Blake. Thanks for Zoe and Haley. And of course, Wendy. We'll be back tomorrow. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Free Leonard Peltier. Now.